All right, now let's let's talk about cost containment, right? I mean, this is a biggie. It's on everybody's mind. Uh, what people are paying for their health insurance now, uh, I mean, they, they, no one ever dreamed that, that it would uh, become what it's become. And, and frankly, I don't think we see uh, increases uh, ending in sight anytime in the near future either. So it's a big deal. But we got to be careful here. And, and so here's what I'm going to encourage you to do. When people start talking about money, even if you're the one that brings it up, you've got to understand from their perspective so that you can give me, and this is what I would say to the buyer, so you can give me a framework, uh, a philosophy, some boundaries around what's possible. We can lower your health insurance cost, but it may be uh, at a detriment to your overall culture or just philosophy on this thing. So we really need to understand it better. That's the premise to why they need to talk to us instead of us talking to them about how to save money. Everybody's promising them they can save money. But, but here's what I would do. Uh, I would simply ask them, walk me through everything that you've done to, to, to save money. On the back end of that, I'd love to also understand maybe some things that you've evaluated that you've decided against. Oftentimes, people could be in a much better financial deal, except they've just got these belief systems that aren't true, right? And we definitely need to be able to understand their belief systems anyway. One, so that we can educate them on the truth, or secondly, so that we can realize, man, this is definitely an avenue that we're not going to win this business on. So, right, we have got to understand their situation in any of this, but specifically when it comes to cost containment, we have got to understand their situation first, their belief systems, and all that comes with that before we start introducing a different plan design, a different funding strategy, whatever that may be. We've got to ask them first. And so once we exhaust, what else have you done? What else have you done? Once we exhaust what they've done to contain their cost, then we can start uh, starting to plant some seeds of doubt in their current situation. We're going to go right back to the engaged and educated workforce because that is the primary cost containment measure uh, that, that's going to help them in the future, right? So my point in this is that, that we're going to exhaust everything they've done around cost containment, even some things that, uh, that, they, that, that they've decided against so that we can get some boundaries of what uh, we need to stay within to, to, to help them. Uh, and then we're going to send them down the engaged uh, and educated employee route because any time I've ever asked a CFO, walk me through your process that you have to engage and educate your employees to keep your health care costs low, they've never have a good answer, right? So uh, let's make sure uh, that you understand. We want to ask them, and, and then we want to funnel them to the engaged and educated employee eventually in cost containment. If they're willing to tell you around engaged and education employee, ed, engaged and educated employees that they're doing that well, they're probably lying to you. And if they're going to lie to you, uh, they're not going to buy from you. Uh, so anyway, uh, good, good luck and let me know how it goes. This is Chad Jenkins and I love y'all. Mm-hmm.